everyone, and welcome back for another episode of What the Chell, your friendly neighborhood non-misogynistic hockey podcast. We are your hostesses. My name is Natalia. And I'm Haley. And we're so excited to have you back. We're actually going to be trying out a brand new format this week, so today's episode will be a little bit different than usual. We know y'all love our silly little hockey topics so much that we thought it might be fun to try giving you more than one. And this week has been so jam-packed with topics we could ramble about for a while that we thought it might be the perfect time to give this new format a try. And we're also going to introduce a brand new segment that we hope you guys really like. Uh, So we're really excited to dive into this episode. And as always, we absolutely love hearing listener feedback and want to know exactly what you guys think. So don't forget to drop us a line after you listen. Let's start with our news around the league. We're going to start out um, with, once again, some Pittsburgh Penguins news. We tend to do that a lot here on this (laughs) podcast. For some reason, they're just, they have lots to talk about this season. Um, Chris Letang is back. We're very happy to see him back. He returned on January 24th and ended up having a four-point night, including two assists and two goals, and one of those goals was the OT winner. So that was a really exciting comeback for him, and we're happy to see that he's thriving and really showing off how resilient he is and how good of a player he is. So that was really great to see. Yeah, I don't think either of us is surprised to see him back and thriving so soon, but it's really nice to see. Yeah. And in All-Star news, on Tuesday, the NHL announced more details about this year's All-Star Skills Competition, which will be taking place on Friday, February 3rd. And out of the seven events that players will be participating in this year, three of them will be brand new. Um, These are going to include the Enterprise NHL Splash Shot, the Chipotle NHL Pitch and Puck, and the Discover NHL Tendy Tandem, which <laughs> love those names. That's so fun. Um, I didn't look at the rules too closely, but the splash shot one looks like it's kind of going to be along the lines of like a dunk tank. Ooh. And then the Tendy Tandem one seems to involve a ton of goalie goals. So can't go wrong there. Super entertaining. Very excited. Um, and then, of course, this year, there's going to be the return of the fan favorites like the fastest skater competition and the breakaway challenge. I'm so excited for that. I think that's going to be incredible. And we're also excited to see that there are quite a handful of special guests joining in on the fun. Uh, Roberto Luongo will be the celebrity goaltender for the Breakaway Challenge. And in very exciting news, in my opinion. (laughs) My opinion, too. (laughs) There are going to be five women's hockey players joining the skills competitions, including Team USA stars Alex Carpenter and Hillary Knight, plus Team Canada's Emily Clark, Rebecca Johnston, and our one and only favorite queen, Sarah Nurse. (laughs) So really excited to see her in action. It's going to be really It's going to be a good weekend. I'm really looking forward to All-Star Weekend this year. Me too. I'm so, so stoked. It's going to be a fun one. We are going to... (laughs) Dive right in! We are going... (laughs) Jump in! Uh, So, once again this week, our uh, silly little hockey topics are not so silly or little. So, um, buckle up. It's going to get heated again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Starting off strong... It was the worst kept secret in the entire league, and we're fairly sure you've heard about it by now, but Bruce Boudreaux has officially been released from his duties as head coach of the Vancouver Canucks in what was quite literally one of the biggest shit shows the NHL has ever seen. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I think it kind of goes without saying, but this entire situation was pretty poorly handled. Um, It's 
actually kind of mind-blowing when you think about how blatantly disrespectful the Canucks management has been, not only to Bruce, but to the fans and the players involved. I mean, yeah, the new coach was, like, being talked about and people were being interviewed before Bruce was even officially let go, which is not a good look for the Canucks. And I can't even imagine, like, what an ego hit that was to Bruce to, to be an active coach and know that you're being talked about being replaced. It's just so not okay to respect someone who, first of all, to disrespect anybody in this way, but especially for someone who's been coaching for as long as Bruce has. Mm. Um, he's been coaching for 15 seasons. He's obviously really well admired. Um, he's respected by tons of individuals around the league, many of whom he's coached, um, which I just think that speaks volumes about who he is as a person. Um, yeah, he's been referred to as a quote-unquote player's coach, Uh, Because of how he interacts with all of the staff. And so seeing him let go was demoralizing even as, like, not a Canucks fan. Like, even seeing that, I I can't imagine what it was like to be a Canucks fan. And it's also really telling when it comes to the leadership abilities of the ownership of the Canucks and the senior management team. And it's just, like, it's it's hard to see. It really is. Yeah. I mean – I think the decision-making process here was, I like, I don't want to drop an F-bomb this early in the podcast, but <laughs> it was pretty F'd up. <laughs> I mean, like, I like, look, I understand that upper management has the authority to, like, evaluate and replace the coaching staff literally whenever they want, but when your president of hockey operations is quite literally out there, like, talking shit about the coach while they're still coaching the team, yeah. like, it's just not a good look. And I just feel like there's so many different ways to go about this. And none of them are nearly as brutal as this was. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I would definitely agree. And I think, like, like you said, like, they can, they have the authority to replace coaching staff. That's fine. But I feel like they didn't give Bruce a fair chance. Like, oh, 100% agree with you. No, like the Canucks aren't having a great season. They're 19, 26, and three. But yeah, (laughs) not a great season. But Bruce has only been there for just over a year. And you can't ignore his performance last season. He took over the team when they were eight and 15 and two. Hmm. And he brought them to the point where they were only five points shy of a wild card berth. So he clearly did incredible things last season. And so to not even give him more of a chance when he just kind of inherited a bad team. Yeah. is just... I mean, he didn't even get a full season. Yeah. No, he had like, part of last season and part of this season. Yeah. I just don't know. Like, I don't know what you do with that, really. Yeah. And quite frankly, like, fans are pissed. And they have every right to be. Mm-hmm. But, like, they loved him. They yeah. were They were seeing hope from whatever he was doing there so i just don't understand how when you've got like a fan base that's really dejected and your coach is giving both those fans and your current players a sense of hope like they're not getting that from elsewhere so i just don't understand how you make the decision to first of all let him go and then do it in this way Mm -hmm. like even if you do decide that a coaching change is necessary that's fair game totally fine yeah but, like, let's not do it in a way where you're taking a direct hit at a grown man's dignity. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I like, mean, 
there's there are ways to go about replacing coaching staff without completely shattering someone's ego and making them get emotional during press and oh my goodness my heart is breaking just (sighs) thinking about it if you guys haven't seen the the videos of him like literally tearing up at press conference it's so heartbreaking like i I just there's always oh god God. i was just gonna say like i just can't imagine being in his position no me either and like i have the biggest spot in my heart for bruce he was the coach of the ducks for five seasons he coached the caps too yeah he did i just want to give him a big hug i just feel so so bad i just can't even imagine and for someone so well loved i just can't believe they disrespected him in this way yeah and so Um, like now you have this team who lost a coach that they liked halfway through the season they they got they you know they randomly got a new coach that changes the whole dynamic of a team halfway through the season. Yeah. Like, why not? It, okay, fine. If you don't like your coach, whatever. Wait till the season's over. Like, just get through the season and then change staff during the off season. Yeah, and it's you know to me it's so strange because at this point, like, it doesn't really look like they're going to the playoffs. No. So I don't understand why you why you do this to your players who obviously very much like him halfway through the season like that's just going to send your entire rest of the season down the shitter like (laughs) yeah like i'm sorry and then on top of it you also pissed off your fans the fans are pissed pissed like they were throwing their 300 dollars jerseys onto the ice and there's rumors that cap is on the trading block yeah i mean i think he's he's got to (laughs) be they just signed kuzmenko so i He's on the way out for sure. I don't know how you you go from losing a coach you love to losing a captain you love to apparently also losing a jersey you love. (laughs) Um, I would not be happy if I was a Canucks fan. No, it is clearly not a good time in Vancouver uh, and our hearts go out to the Canucks fans. You guys are (laughs) if you're still a Canucks fan after this, you're a real one. Like (laughs) you're in it for life. Yeah. Yeah, they're really redefining thick and thin there. Yeah, it's just uh, just such an awful situation all around. Just such poor team management. It really is. It really is. Um, in other news, Jim <laughs> Rutherford and Patrick Alvin aren't the only ones who apparently don't know how to be respectful in this league. Surprise, surprise. Um, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of that today. <laughs> <laughs> um... After two highly successful seasons with the Flames AHL affiliates, rookie Jacob Pelletier made his um, NHL debut this past weekend. But um, Flames head coach Daryl Sutter was not the most thrilled about it. Um, He was asked about his thoughts when it comes to uh, Pelletier's performance, and his response was, uh, not it. (laughs) Uh, No, not at all. He, first of all, he asked for clarification about what number Pelletier was. So he doesn't even Ooh. know his players' numbers. And then he, once he got the number, he looked at his stat sheet and started, like, sarcastically downplaying his impact. And he was like, oh, he got one shot on goal and one hit in about six minutes of play. Like, yeah, he... it was his first NHL game. I guess he said something along the lines of, like, Oh, it's the NHL. He's got a long way to go. He's only 21, which, like, I get it. I understand. Like, I know that there's a pretty good handful of coaches that are, like, really, really old school. 
Um, yeah. And just by the book when it comes to the fact that rookies have to earn their respect. Um, totally fine. But this kid pretty much tore it up in the, in the AHL. Um, he earned that spot on the roster. Like, he should be there just the same as everybody else. Um, yeah. He worked really, really hard for that. Um, and I just feel like the sample size that he was judging him on really can't say much for what he's going to do for the team. So to go and, like, shoot him down right at the beginning is a pretty crappy thing to do. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was probably, like, the biggest night of this kid's life. Like, Oh, yeah. It's his first NHL game. Like, he's made it. And then for the coach to just totally discredit your performance because you didn't do all that much in six minutes of play, like... Yeah. Six minutes. It's a dick move. Totally. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. You're it's not a dick sorry. Move. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's not do that. That's not okay. <sighs> well, I feel like I feel like I'm already sweating. <laughs> I know. It's like we need to take a breath. <sighs> this one's gonna take a deep one. Um, ladies and gentlemen, on our third example of blatant disrespect in the NHL last week. <laughs> Ivan Provorov. Yeah. Did we really need three dang examples in one dang week? <laughs> like, <laughs> can we do better, please? The theme of this episode is just disrespect, clearly. Like, can we go back to making so, silly little hockey topics silly and fun again, please? Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. Um, everyone knows what happened. We're not going to sit here and explain <sighs> it. If you're on social media at all, you've heard about Provorov. Is that even how you say his name? I don't care. I don't know what I don't <laughs> <Sorry>. care. <laughs> Is um, it Provorov or Provorov? Don't ask me. Whatever. Um, Whatever. If he can't respect an entire community's existence, I Oof. don't care to respect his name. <laughs> oh. Jaw's on the floor. Jaw is on the floor. Um, so we shouldn't even have to talk about it. Like, if you don't want to wear the jersey, which I don't even think should be allowed, fine if you don't want to wear it fine but you should be benched for the night like I I don't think I I don't think it should be a choice like players wouldn't sit out of wearing a military jersey or a St. Patrick's Day jersey why should they be allowed to sit out of wearing a pride jersey it's as simple as respecting an entire community and respecting people's existence regardless of your religion like I myself am a religious person but I'm not yeah. going to go out here and completely disrespect the LGBT community because of my religion. In fact, I'm going to accept them and uh, love yeah. them. And that's all that matters. That's all you need to do. And so for him to just completely erase an entire community by not wearing a jersey for warm-ups, like, it was just such a such a dickhead move. No, like, look, okay. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for respecting religious beliefs. Yeah. I think that's super important. And quite frankly, I wouldn't be sitting here harping on everyone in the league being disrespectful just to, like, turn around and not walk my own talk. But, like, you just – you can't pick and choose which part of your religion you want to follow when it gives you, like, a convenient reason to be homophobic. Mm. Like, it's not – Pop off. (laughs) (laughs) Haley, we're – we're on one today. <laughs> I like 
I think I'm going to do everybody the favor and not get started on John Tortorella and the way he acted in this situation. Um, I'll get even more heated and probably end up having like heart palpitations at 27, which would oh, not be good for please, anybody. Please don't do that. <laughs> We're going to need like a, I don't know, ambulance on standby. <laughs> but it just doesn't like to, it doesn't make sense to me. I just don't know how you can like blatantly stand in opposition of those who are in the LGBTQ plus community, especially when you're like, there's not a whole lot being asked of him. He literally has to wear a rainbow number on his jersey for like, what, 15 minutes during warmups? Like, is that really going to hurt you? No. Truly. It's not the end of the world. No, it's not. It's just, and it's not okay. And it just really pisses me off the way that this entire situation was handled. And it just makes it seem like this is acceptable. And it's not. Yeah. Like, it's it's not. It's so harmful to the game. It's so fan. It's so harmful to the fans. It's so harmful to the future of the league. It's harmful to the players. Like, it's, it's just, just really. It's just harmful all around. <laughs> yeah, it's harmful all around. And I can't even imagine being someone who is a member of the LGBTQ plus community and going into that arena, being excited to, like, see your favorite team play and have to deal with all the drama of like a player who plays for your team not wearing the jersey because he just decided that he wanted to make that decision like it the- it, it sorry totally cutting you off sorry i'm going on my like <laughs> it, on my rant it, <laughs> this whole situation completely erased pride night like nobody oh, yeah. is talking about good job flyers what a great pride night what a great show of support they're all talking about this player not wearing the jersey and so it just completely defeats the purpose of even having pride night because now it's not about celebrating yeah. the lgbtq community it's about oh this kid didn't oh wear look the look what he did warm-ups. yeah because yeah. that's exactly what comes up whenever you search it yeah like i went to go see how much of the jersey was really pride forward mm-hmm. couldn't even find a picture of it because it's all just about Provorov. That's so or sad. whatever his name is. That's, yeah. It's it's ridiculous. It's just... I mean, like, guys, hockey is for everyone. It's about damn time this league starts showing it. I Like, I don't want to have to keep talking about this. No. It just seems like a very constant thing. We just need some respect all around. Yeah. I mean, with, with three clear examples of disrespect just this week, like, something's wrong. It's S- not okay. Something is wrong. Yeah, it's not all right. It's just not. <sighs> Alrighty, guys. We've officially surpassed the midway point of the season. And since we could all use some levity up in here, we thought it might be fun to share our predictions about the rest of the season. Yeah. So we're going to share um, our predictions for the cup final matchup and who's going to take it. And then a couple of the end of season awards. So for the cup final matchup, uh, we think it might end up being Dallas versus Boston. And we think Boston is ultimately going to take it this year. I mean, they already have 80 points to Dallas's 65 this far in the season. Um, And Boston has an incredible goaltender who we'll talk about later with our awards. Um, And Boston is just absolutely on fire this year, especially with such an accomplished and dominant player like Pasta, who I think has made most of those 80 (laughs) points happen. (laughs) Probably. Yeah, I mean, I think it'd be it'd be a really fun matchup to see Dallas and Boston. They're yeah, they're fun teams to watch. I think it would be really cool to see that. Um, I'm not a hundred percent set on Dallas, but I feel like Boston is going to go all the way this season. I just feel like 
you can see it. It's they've got the makings of an NHL Stanley Cup winning team. You can yeah, you know, like they've got that magic. If there's if there's any season it's gonna happen. It's this one. I really do yeah. think it's this one. Yeah. Alrighty. And as for the rookie of the year, um, for the Calder trophy, we think it's gonna be Maddie Beniers from the Seattle Kraken. Um, he was drafted in 2021, second overall, and he's got 36 points in 47 games this season, wow. as well as 10 points in 10 games last season. Nine points in 10 games last season. Holy moly. <laughs> That's insane statistics. Yeah. This kid's on fire. Um, I think it's he's it's his to win. It's his by a long shot. Um, I Yeah, I feel like there's not anybody close to that level and it helps that he's on a team that's kind of killing it lately yeah Um, yeah we all know who i'd like to see win it we all know it's not gonna happen especially (laughs) no shade to the team they're not helping him out (laughs) no so definitely not (laughs) i think it's gonna be it's gonna be ben years this year for the vezina the goaltender of the year uh linus olmark of the boston bruins is our pick back Back to the Bruins, uh, you know, <laughs> they take the cup because they have an incredible goaltender. He has a 1.8, 1.86 goals against average and a 0.937 save percentage. He just makes incredible, incredible saves. He's a, actually a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Um, and I feel like if if anybody deserves it this year, it's definitely him, especially being on such a good team. I could see it. I could definitely see it. As for the Norris, um, for the defenseman of the year, we're going to go with Makar. And I know that there's a lot of talk about whether or not he's going to take it two years in a row. Um, And a lot of people don't think that he's going to. But I think if anybody can, it's him. Um, Apparently, he's played the most minutes in the league, which did not know that. Um, He's also got 44 points on the season with 13 goals, 31 assists, which is mind-boggling. So insane yeah yeah i think he's i think he's gonna win it again yeah i think if if anybody can do it it's him. yeah <laughs> i mean i i feel like i could see like a josh morrissey from winnipeg maybe maybe an adam fox i don't know but i think kale mccarr might take the cake with this one yeah i'll be interested to see that one's a tough one there's a lot yeah of good lots of good options right lots of good options yeah. it just depends on what they decide upon if they're deciding yeah. based on points, I could see it. I could see it being Makar. If they're just deciding based on other elements, I could see it being somebody else. But we'll see. Yeah, and we're gonna revisit these predictions at the end of the season once these awards and the you know the Cup Finals over and everything, and just see if we were right about any of it. It might be kind of fun to to find out. We'll see how our <laughs> predictions go. Yeah. Um, we're also going to make some midseason mayhem predictions. That is why this episode is called Midseason Mayhem with me. If you know if why. You know, you know. <laughs> this episode is just, so swifty coded. We're swifty coding the hell out of this episode. <laughs> um, so these are predictions that are a little hopeful, a little outlandish. Um, but yeah, it's fun. We don't know. And we want to hear we want to hear your midseason mayhem predictions as well. So DM us. Um, so my first midseason mayhem prediction is that Bedard goes to the Ducks. Very happy about Hashtag this one. <laughs> tank for Bedard. <laughs> if you know, you know. Um, I mean, he is a generational talent, as they say. And after a season like this, 
the ducks really deserve a morale booster <laughs> and uh oh Haley, <laughs> getting 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 bedard could help turn the team around and i think being able to see the young guys seeing a zegris bedard mctavish line would just be absolutely incredible and it would kind of help ducks fans wait out the rebuild a little better could not agree more <laughs> the idea of the Zegers Bedard McTavish line, I I could go on about that for a while. That sounds beautiful. I would love to. That's see it. the stuff of dreams. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know when um Hillary Duff was singing that song, "This is what dreams are made of" in the Lizzie McGuire movie. Yeah, that's what she was singing yeah. about. Actually, did you know that? <gasps> wow, she's so ahead of her. She time. is. She. I don't even know if those guys were born when that movie came out. <laughs> Fair. She just knew. She had an inkling. that's actually really creepy to think about disturbing to think about yeah let's not go down that path (laughs) okay i feel so old (laughs) okay anyways i think it could really like all jokes aside it could really really help revive california hockey um i think it would be really cool to kind of put california back on the map um to have some of those east coast fans like you for example Haley um tuning in to watch those three play together um i just think it would do so much for the game um i feel like i could make it through a whole game if i knew i would get to watch zegris bedard mctavish because right now no shade it it's not it's not that well yeah it's not the duck's fault but it it is i'm it's hard to stay up until midnight or later to watch a game yeah it is but if it was an exciting game maybe i could stay up okay i love you ducks i do love you you've had some exciting games this week shots fired that i have stayed up for (laughs) i mean i think it goes without saying that west coast hockey doesn't really get talked about so often and like obviously having zegers and mctavish really really helps but I think having Connor Bedard there would really send it over the edge. And yeah, I think that would be awesome. And I'm coming from a very unbiased place here. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. I think I'd, I mean, I'd love to see it, but we all knew that. Yeah. My second midseason mayhem prediction is never going to happen because <laughs> my team is a retirement home. Um but it's that the Caps get healthy again and finish the rest of the season without injury. Um, right now, we're still out Dowd, Wilson, Haglin, and Carlson. Holy. Uh, which are four of our really, really good players. <laughs> um, Wilson came back, and then now he's out again because he took a slap shot to the oh. foot. Yeah. Um, so they're all set to return by the end of February. So let's just get those four healthy and then keep it that way for the rest of the season that would be really nice to see everyone in action at the same time fingers crossed for that Alrighty, guys i think i'm going a little crazy with my mayhem here well that's the definition of mayhem true true <laughs> i think this is the year that the leafs make it past the first round oh that's bold mm-hmm. i know i'm going out on a limb here I don't think they make it past the second round, but I will rejoice for them anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Um, (laughs) I don't know. They got really close last season. I think they've got what it takes this season. It seems like their big four, which is like 
Tavares, Nylander, Matthews, Marner. They don't seem like they have any intention of slowing down anytime soon. Um, I mean, I know Matthews is out currently with, I think he's gone for three weeks with an injury, knee mm-hmm. injury. Yeah. Um, I I think they can go pretty far um, in terms of the, yeah, I, I could see them going past the first round for sure. I don't know about their goaltenders. I'm not super confident in them. Um, which is why I don't think they'll make it very much farther. But, um, yeah, I think they make it past the first round. I think it's about time. Fingers Fingers crossed. crossed It is about time. Yeah. (laughs) And they're fun to watch. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Yeah. So. Yeah, they are. Alrighty. In terms of my last mayhem prediction, we already know that I think Boston's going to take the cup. But I think when they do, Bergeron is going to retire. Oh. And I wrote in my notes... Do I use the opportunity to drop my first F-bomb on the podcast? When you're quoting Queen Taylor Swift, yes. I told you it was Swifty coded but I think it would be a real fucking legacy to leave. It sure would. That was a good use Thank of you. that lyric. Thank you. I hope Taylor would be proud. <laughs> um, she would be. But honestly, Bertrand's done it all. He's won a cup. He's won a King Clancy. He's won four Selkie trophies. Um, wow. But he's 37, and I think... It, it would just be a very him thing to do to go out with a bang. Like, I think if they win it, it's the perfect cherry on top. Um, it's a good way to round out your career. Yeah. I, I just think it's it's time for him. And I think that would be the it. way to go. Quit while you're ahead. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think I think that's what's going to happen. So, yeah. There's our midseason mayhem. Love it. We want to know your midseason mayhem. So drop us a line. <laughs> Let us know. As usual, send us a DM. All right, we are going to introduce our new segment that we kind of foreshadowed earlier in the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called, Can I Ask You a Question? Another Swifty, Swifty coding, coding again. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we have written down some random questions, and Natalia is going to draw them from her duck's hat. Ooh. And we're going to chat about these kind of fun, silly little questions and if you have any questions for us, send them in. We will put them in our hat and maybe talk about them on another episode. Um, and they don't have to be hockey related. Yeah. The ones that we've come up with are hockey related, but they don't have to be. Yeah. Ask us whatever you'd like to know. All right. Okay. Okay. Are we ready? Luck of the draw. Let's see what we get. Okay. Who has the best name in hockey? I like this one. Ooh. I think you came up with this one. Yeah, I think so. There's a lot of really good ones. I mean, all those international names are a lot of fun. <laughs> but the two that jumped into my mind, I don't believe are international. Oh, okay. Um, the first one that jumped into my mind was Owen Power. Love that. Because Power is just such a badass last name. Like, if your last name is Power, you're meant to do great things. No, truly. Honestly, (laughs) I think the Sabres are pretty stacked with fun names. Like, I think they've got, like... Yeah, you're right. Yoki Haru. They've got Zemgis Gergensons. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but that's a fun one. That's... that's Ilya Labushkin. 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 I like that. (laughs) That sounds like a Harry Potter character, and I'm here for it. It kind of does, Honestly, Owen Power kind of sounds like Harry Potter. Yeah, similar vibes. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah, good. 
Sabres are killing it. Sabres win the name game for sure. Tage Thompson's a really cool name, That is a cool name. I like the double T situation going on there. I love alliterative names. Speaking of alliterative names. Oh, you came up with Yeah. I don't know why I didn't think of this sooner. Cal Clutterbuck. Oh, That is a fire name. (laughs) He's got the double C thing going on. He's got bonus points for, like, having a fun last name. Clutterbuck. I bet he got... I bet he got called a lot of oh yeah inappropriate things like in oh, middle school yeah, but he's got a cool name but now. He plays in the NHL, cool so name. yeah, he wins. He wins. Him and Karma vibe like that. Oh my goodness, we're just <laughs> dropping them left and right. Um, another the other name that popped into my mind is gonna sound boring until I kind of give a backstory okay. for it. Uh. TJ Oshi. Where are you which going isn't with that this? exciting of a name? Yeah, I mean, Oshi's kind of a cool last name, but his name is not TJ. What? Like his like given name is Timothy and his middle name is Leaf, like Leaf Erickson. So his name is Timothy Leaf Oshi. But when he was a kid, he just liked the name TJ. And so he just changed his name and it stuck through adulthood so i just think it's kind of cool that he's just like created this whole new name for himself i love it so i think i think that makes it pretty i cool. think i would change my name too if it was leaf yeah, yeah. i don't do you think i don't know why like, they went if with he that. ever ended up playing for the maple leafs that he'd be like tl <laughs> tl oshi i mean it doesn't have the same <laughs> ring to it but like definitely doesn't not. it kind of make sense to have your name be leaf yeah, but let's not manifest him leaving the cast. Okay, okay, okay. I take it back. I, take I it back. like him too much. Knock on wood. <laughs> knock on wood. But it would be kind of cool. It would be. You're you right. You know what What else, though? Jonathan Quick. Ooh, yeah. For a goalie, that's such a perfect name. Oh, yeah. That is a good name for a goalie. I like last names that are like other words. Like power. Like power and quick. and yeah. Love it. That always sounds cool. Love it. Okay. Want to do our second okay. question? Yeah. So we're going to do try to do, if we get enough questions, we're going to try to do three questions each week like a hat trick. Okay, this one's a good one, too. I feel like we might go Swifty Coded on this one also. <laughs> oh, surprise. What would you pick as your goal song? Oh. This is kind of a hard one. I feel like I would be a bad Swifty if I didn't choose a Taylor Swift song. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, oh, okay. I got it. I got it. Okay. Um, I hope you don't pick the same one. <laughs> um, it would be Ready For okay, It. Okay, I'm not picking the same one. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Ready For It by Taylor Swift. If you haven't listened to it, it's a really hype song. Um, and she says, are you ready for it? And then there's kind of this like dubstep beat drop type thing. And I just think that would be, that would be really so cool. cool. Played at a really loud volume through the arena and just like hyping up the crowd. So I think that'd be my goal song. You know which one would be really cool? And I'm going with the same album. <laughs> oh, we are in sync. We are. Look what you made me do. <gasps> Ooh, Wouldn't that be kind of unhinged? Kind- kind of intimidating to the yeah. other team Ooh, i like it. i like that can you imagine like That's the a- part where oh because she's dead <gasps> yes i mean yes, it has nothing to do this. with scoring a goal but i just think it would be fire yeah the only other one yeah. i could think of would be like oops i did it again by britney spears <laughs> 
but I'd have to score more than one goal. And I, based on how my skills are, probably would not happen. No, that could be like Ovi's goal song or something. Oh my gosh, can you imagine? That'd be so <laughs> fun. Is, his is Shake, Rattle, and Roll by Elvis. I love that. I'm so mad that the Ducks don't have goal songs. I feel like it should be a league-wide I thing. So you know who our boy... Our boy Timothy Leaf. Oh my gosh. <laughs> His goal song is Country Roads. And everybody gets so hype and sings so loud to that song. And it's such a fun tradition. I hope you know that I'm never going to be able to look at him the same way, knowing that his middle name is Leaf. <laughs> <laughs> if any, I'm sorry to anybody listening to this that TJ Oshi, just... TJ Oshi has been destroyed. <laughs> Surprise! Okay, you want to yeah. grab our, our last question? Our third question. Okay, let's see what it is. Ooh, I like this one too. Okay, what does it take for someone to become your favorite player? Oh, that is a good one. I think you came up with that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh gosh. Well, I feel like <clears throat> obviously it kind of goes without saying, but I'm going to say it. They have to be a good player. Like <laughs> they have to be at least yes, semi decent. That's a good place to start. <laughs> Like, my favorite player is not going to be the worst guy on the team. <laughs> Haley. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I feel like I just, I feel like I really like players that just have, like, fun personalities. Yeah. Like, when I, th- when I run through my list of favorite Caps players in my head, it's like, Koozie, Oshi, Tom Wilson. Like, it's, it's the guys that have fun on the ice and off the ice, especially in those questions and i want to be the person that asks the hockey players the silly little questions for social media (laughs) because i feel like that'd be a really fun job um but like the guys that answer those questions in like a fun way and like really get into it unlike certain players who just say like one word (laughs) at matt barzell oh my god no we can't talk about that Okay. I like when they have good personalities. Who puts Nutella on a bagel? If you haven't seen (laughs) that video, we'll share it. But oh my gosh. And the worst thing is he lives on Long Island, which is like the bagel capital of the world. And he puts Nutella on his bagel. (laughs) That's a story for another time. Anyway, (laughs) I I like when they have good personalities and they're fun to watch. Koozie like giggles through the entire thing. He just cracks up and he has the cutest laugh. It's adorable. It's adorable. If you need a good serotonin boost, go listen to Koozie laughing. <laughs> Someone needs to make like a YouTube compilation of him just oh, like laughing yeah. on a loop. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? A good personality and even better flow. Like hair? Like hair. Oh. I'm I'm okay. kind of kidding. That explains a lot. <laughs> yeah no i mean okay like i honestly don't know how my favorite players find me like and i might regret sharing the story because it's kind of (laughs) cringy but um when i was growing up like timo salani was my favorite player and the day that i decided that he was going to be my favorite player was the day that they gave us like this poster of him at a giveaway night and i was like oh he looks like a good pick like we'll pick him Um, oh i love that I also liked that his name sounded like salami. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was cringy. 
No, it's cute because you were a kid. Ten-year-old me knew what was up. I mean, but he didn't let me down. Like, he was a solid yeah, pick. That, that was a great pick for your so, favorite player. can't really knock myself for picking that way. But um, <laughs> as for my current favorite player, who we all know who that is, um, I really like playmakers. Like, I like players that are fun to watch. Um, to me, it's, like, not always about the ones who sco- score the goals, although he does that, too. But um, I love Z because I feel like he's not afraid to make the game his own and try things that you've never seen before. And that just makes him so, so fun to watch. So, yeah. What can I say? And he has good flow. And he has good flow. <laughs> and he's a Swifty, which more on that later. Yeah. So. Yeah. Can't go that wrong, right? Yeah, that was I fun. I I like these little questions. So if please send us some questions, we'll answer, try to answer three every week if we get enough. Yeah. And I think it'll be fun. And we want to hear your answers too. So if there's one that you really, something really popped into your head when you were listening to us talk about it, send us a DM. Yeah, we'd love to Like we it. say, every single week. Multiple times every <laughs> single week. <laughs> we like to hear from you guys, okay? Makes us feel loved. Aw. Aw, <laughs> wholesome. Aw. Okay. Let's finish off with our three stars of the week. Our third star of the week, we just talked about him. Big surprise. <laughs> it's Trevor Zegras. Who would have thought? <laughs> I've kind of been waiting for the opportunity to make him a star at one point during have, this podcast. Have we not yet? I don't think we have. Oh. Well, here's your opportunity. Love it. Oh, he's our he's our three star. He's our third star. He was also the third star in the NHL this week because he's just been playing really really well. Um, he had four goals and four assists in four games, um, and three of those were multi point games. He's also leading the Ducks in goals with seventeen goals, and he's leading the Ducks in points with forty points on the season. So really good stats. And. I think he's every Swifties favorite player now. Oh, the Swifties are thirsting hard over Trevor now. Yeah, I like it's there if you haven't seen it yet, there was a a video of him singing You Belong With Me on the bench at the Sabres game the other day. Um and I think we already like kinda knew that he was a Swifty, but he definitely confirmed it. Um Yeah. May or may not have incorrectly sung the lyrics. Oh, he definitely <laughs> said the wrong lyrics but like i don't blame him he was playing a game he was probably like had a high adrenaline yeah i don't know that he knew this was gonna go viral (laughs) talk your talk and go viral um i don't think i don't think he did either um but it was it was cute it was cute to see him we just we love players with personalities and like this is kind of our brand. Yeah. So yeah. we had to talk about it. Not to mention the <laughs> fact that he like somehow influenced our commentators to start dropping Taylor Swift song titles into their intermission report. <gasps> oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure Kent French dropped like Lavender Haze and Shake It Off. Good for which him. We love that. Love that. So bring more of that. The hockey, the hockey player to Swifty pipeline is real. Mm. Yeah. And we love to see we it. We need more of it. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> all right our second star of the week is actually two people it's garnet and Lindsay hathaway garnet hathaway plays for the capitals um, and garnet and Lindsay started a nonprofit called hath's heroes 
and it uh, supports D.C. area first responders by providing them with mindfulness training, game tickets, and all kinds of other methods of support and showing love for them and thanking them for the incredibly important work that they do here in um, the DMV. And so we we just really like to see players using their time and money to support the community and just being really a great example of leadership and respect. I mean, I know when you have that big of a presence in your community and so many people know your name and know your face, it's really, really important to be a good example. So that was so great of them to start that nonprofit and just continue to run it and show respect for people that really, really deserve it. Clearly, we need some respect in this league, so we're very grateful to see Garnet Hathaway showing it. Love it. <laughs> Love to see it. <laughs> okay, our number one star this week, as much as it pains me. Again. again. <laughs> this one isn't as bad as last week, because at least it didn't happen against my team. <laughs> That's true. Um, Steven Stamkos shared the league lead with five goals in four games last week while also becoming the eighth player in NHL history to reach the 500 goal milestone and record a hat trick in the same game. Woo. Wow. Fire. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Good for you, Steven Stamkos. Did you see the video? Oh, I know what you're going to say. (laughs) Oh, it was so cute. Oh, there was a video of him getting his his 500th goal award or uh, recognition and his family was out on the ice with him and his little boy who's probably three or four years old was out there with him and I think he was oh he's so cute he he's like a little carbon copy of Steven he's like looks the exact same and it's so cute but I think he was watching himself he must have been watching himself on the big screen or something because he was looking up and he was just cracking up, just the cutest little giggle Aww. and like dancing and like making, doing all these like faces and stuff. Uh, we'll, we'll share put it on it. our yeah. stories. Yeah. It was so, so cute. So, I mean, well deserved, Stamkos. Like, you're a great hockey player. And you've got an adorable child. Yes. Love it. All right. <laughs> that is the end of our midseason mayhem with me very chaotic ranty (laughs) episode (laughs) thank you if you've stuck around this long we really really appreciate it um and we would also really really appreciate if you would follow us on that segue all of our social media thank you twitter instagram and tiktok at what the chell pod and also subscribe on whatever podcast app you're listening on yeah and don't forget to give us a review we love to see that yeah Rate us five stars. If you're on Apple, rate us five stars and please write a review, even if it's just one sentence. We love reading those and they help boost us in the algorithm. And they literally make our whole week. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like when we get one, we whoever sees it first screenshots it, texts it to the other person and goes, oh, my gosh, look what this person (laughs) said about us. It's so exciting. So if you want to make two hockey loving, swifty loving not swifty loving. swifty loving too maybe maybe hockey loving taylor swift loving girls very happy write us a review on apple podcasts and then more people can see what the chill see see what the chill <laughs> listen to what the chill okay okay it's been a long it has <laughs> it's been a long episode all right 
thank you guys so much for listening and we will catch you next week. Bye. Bye.